Blog Talk Radio. Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America. It's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and today we hear from folk music from Brooklyn and all rock from Orlando. So stay tuned. This is going to be quite a show today. Of course, it always is. Well, I am Patrick O'Heffernan, your host today, your host on Music Friday Live, and this is your show, so don't forget our guests are here to talk with you. So call in 347-215-7511, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And speaking of calling in, we have a caller on the line. Hi, who's this? Hello? We have a caller? Well, it looks like we have a caller on the line, but I don't maybe he can't hear us or she can't hear us. Hello. Okay, we'll have to um we just lost our caller. Well, anyway, I wanted to talk to to talk to you about a um a young musician that has recently come across my uh, my desk or my my headphones and that's Matt Kolsch, who um has a new album out, Epic Summer. Now, Matt is uh, what we call an emerging musician and of course we we specialize in emerging musicians on this show. Our whole purpose is to let all of you out there in Radio Land know uh, of new talent that's coming up, and that's part of that new talent. He's got, and so you should check out his his album, Epic Summer, and and Matt is on tour right now in um, the Los Angeles area. And I think he's actually going to be in uh, Rosenthal's Winery in Malibu. For those of you who live in Los Angeles, is where, where, of course, where I am, Rosenthal's is out there uh, on the Pacific Coast Highway, and it's a great place. Now we have our caller back. Hello. 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 Hi. Who's, Hi. Oh, okay. Uh, who's this? <laughs> Hi, this is Jessica. I think I'm supposed oh, to be hi, calling Jessica, you. Hi. hi there. I'm okay. Sorry. Hang on. Hang on j- j- uh, just a second, Jessica. Don't go away. Um, okay. We are um, talking about uh, Matt Colish and his uh, tour, but don't go away. Stay right where you Thank are. Thank you. Hi, who's this? Well, you all know that that's Big Big Bed by Blame Sally, and uh, not sure who was calling in earlier, but as I was saying, um, Matt Kolsch, his new album, Epic Summer, he's now on tour at Rosenthal. So if you're in um, if you're in the Los Angeles area, particularly the West Los Angeles area, this week you should check him out at Rosenthal's in Malibu. Well, we're going to take a break right now. Actually, we just took a break to welcome in our affiliates, um, and when we come back. 
um, Sarah Elizabeth Haynes and Jess Taylor Clinton of the Brooklyn-based indie folk group Bell House are going to be with us. But right now, let me say hello to all of our affiliates. I am Patrick O'Heffernan, host of uh, Music Friday Live, welcoming our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. If you have questions or comments for our guest, you can call in 347 215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And if you're listening to us on a podcast, and I know about half of you are, you can still email questions for our guest. We will forward your questions to them so they can reply directly to you. Unless, of course, you tell us differently and you don't want them to have your email so you don't wind up on another email list and then they can route it through us. But feel free to uh, send uh, any questions you have to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Folk music in Brooklyn? Well, why not? You know, much of folk music of the 60s was actually birthed in Washington Square in Manhattan. So, you know, a few subway stops away shouldn't make any difference. And it doesn't as the Brooklyn-based band Bell House demonstrates. A five-person group that captures the American folk spirit with strong female-led vocals and addictive rhythms, Bell House brings back the 60s, but it is as current as the EDM pouring out of the clubs in the meatpacking district. Now, they call themselves an emerging indie string Americana band, but they have polish of people who have spent their lives writing and singing music. Their lyrics are sharp, their harmonies are smooth, their performances are high energy and fun, and you know what? Best of all, they are here with us today. We are honored to have Sarah Elizabeth Haynes and Jess Taylor Clinton with us today. Welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Sorry about the mix-up. <laughs> oh, that's all right. It happens all the time. Uh, first of all, just to make sure there's not any further mix-ups, because you both have lovely female voices, which our audience can't tell one from the other. Why yeah, you, we uh, it happens quite frequently. Right. So first of all, Sarah, say hello. Hi, this is Sarah. And now Jess? Hi, this is Jessica. Okay, all right. Now we can tell who's talking. Now, you know, I wondered about... <laughs> folk music in Brooklyn. Is Bell House kind of a remote outpost from Washington Square, or is there a lively folk Americana movement in Brooklyn? There's definitely a lot of folk music happening, um, I think, all over New York, but um, definitely in Brooklyn, for sure. Now, how did you get together? I know you're not all from Brooklyn, are you? No, in fact, um, three-fifths of the band is from New Jersey, not from too far away from each other. I'm a I'm from Los Angeles, California, and then Ryan, who's our banjo player, is from Maine. Um, Sarah and I met uh, studying abroad in Prague, actually. (laughs) We were both doing music there, and we kind of bonded over our fondness for it um, overseas and then brought it back, and we've been making music together ever since. (laughs) So you had to go to Prague to put together a band in Brooklyn. I I love it. We were actually brought together in a way by folk music, but by Czech folk music, because we um, had gone on this trip and saw this great bohemian folk band um, play this concert, and we ended up jamming with them afterwards, and Jess and I kind of clicked in Mm -hmm. that way. And as, I think as we result, actually sang a song together before we had like a real conversation, so we kind of <laughs> knew that was a, a good start. 
Well, that, that that's music for you. It uh, brings mm-hmm. people together. Well, I want to play. A, uh, you have a new single out, um, and I want to listen uh, listen to a little bit of it. So uh, we're going to play a, a bit of Back to Life. vocals there that is yeah yeah and then katie joins us in the in the, the chorus but uh we were just getting to that part so yeah that was the two of us together there's a lot of energy in that song that, that must be a lot of fun to perform did you get people clapping and singing with you when you're doing that one yeah, we yeah, do some, sometimes yeah. yeah that one's been around for a while that was one of the first songs we worked out together and i i think it provided us with a lot of motivation to keep going and uh, keep exploring what we had kind of struck upon together. Well, when you get to have that kind of fun, it, it shouldn't take a lot of motivation to, to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, Definitely true. Well, speaking of, of keeping going and performing, um, you were in New York's legendary Rockwood Music Hall recently, weren't you? Yes, we yes. were. Yes, we were. It's one of our favorite places to play in New York City. Definitely. Um, and it's one of like I said, it, it's legendary, and uh, no doubt you 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 packed the house. Uh, so you had a whole crowd of people uh, clapping and singing and head bopping uh, head bobbing with you there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was actually the last show was a fun crowd. Um, it was. It was very fun. Rockwood's great because a... they have that um they have that huge window in the uh, the stage one. They have, and stage two, actually, and so people can kind of, people on the street can just poke their head in, and if it looks like people are having a good time, they can just walk right in, which is kind of a great aspect of that venue. Sounds like a song, walk right in, oh well. Anyway, uh, (laughs) you're uh, you're releasing an album next month, it's uh, your debut album, is that right? Yeah, that's right. We're releasing um, our first EP, it's a five-song EP, um, and we're releasing it just independently. Um... Um, and it's mid-July, we think around July 16th, um, and uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely uh, coming out then, and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we've been working well, hard on it. <laughs> well, well, you shouldn't be so uh, so modest about it, because I understand that you have a big release party uh, planned on July 16th at Littlefields in Brooklyn. That's true, that is true. It's so going to be great. So. All of my New York listeners and and all of uh, my New York readers and and the people that matter, uh, uh, Revolution 360 magazine, should take note. That's the 16th of July, and it's going to be at Littlefields in in Brooklyn. Now, um, just let me remind everybody that we are talking with Sarah Elizabeth Haynes and Jess Taylor Clinton of the band Bell House. And, you know, you can talk with them, too. You can call in. 347-215-7511, Three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or if you're sitting there with your headphones on at work and you can't call in, but you can email. Go right ahead. 
musicfridaylive at email.com. And apparently a few people already know that because we're starting to get emails for you. And this is from Ranny in uh, New York City. And Ranny wants to know if you ever get up to Queens or over to Manhattan. We haven't recently. Well, we're in Rockwood is in Manhattan, so we play um, there pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, Queens, there's actually a couple venues that I really like in Queens, but we haven't we haven't booked any shows there yet. Yeah, we would love to though. So thank you for thank you for asking us. We we love to be beckoned into different places <laughs> where we don't frequent. So. Well, Ronnie's standing there, and I don't know if, if Ronnie's male or female, but uh, but definitely beckoning. You're also being beckoned <laughs> to L.A., too. Um, uh, Esteban in Los Angeles says, I think you should check out McCabe's in Santa Monica. They would love you. Oh, I love McCabe's. Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a big inst- like acoustic and guitar instrument nerd, so that's, that's one of my... My favorite places in the area. I would love to. I would love to play there. <laughs> We're actually we have tentative um, plans to come out to LA in October. Yeah. Um, and we don't know um, whether we can get the whole band out there, but at least Jess and I um, are working on that right now. So we're hoping, mm-hmm. hoping to make that work. Well, uh, uh, let me know. Not till October. And, and I agree with and I agree with Esteban. Uh, for those of you who are not in Los Angeles, uh, uh, McCabe's is actually officially known as McCabe's Guitar Shop, and it's got hundreds of guitars lining the walls. But it also uh-huh. has a nice little venue, and it's sort of the major stop for uh, on the West Coast for Americana and folk music. Now, I wanted to say, in listening to your music, and I spent yes all day uh, yesterday listening to it. You have a very nice combination of stand-up bass and banjo for rhythm. Um, is there any percussion in the band, any drums at all? No, there's not right now. Um, we so kind you- of the the band was kind of born out of what was available to us, and like <laughs> to be honest, and like what our friends played and what we were all interested in. Um, and we just kind of decided to go with it, and that we didn't really need to to add okay. percussion just yet. One of our first single actually does have percussion on it. Um, yeah. Which is, is this great drummer by the name of Eric Reed, and um, he did a great job. But he's also like he's such a great drummer that everybody wants him. So you know it was hard to. <laughs> yeah. It was hard to get somebody to commit to the. Also, we rec- we rehearse acoustically a lot of the time, so it's just easier to do without drums. There's a lot of yeah. logistical reasons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll like rehearse. Um, sorry, we'll maybe. rehearse in my uh, living room, and then we'll just go into a rehearsal space once before a show, usually, and plug in, yeah. um, just to get a hang of the old technology. Yeah, drum kits are a little tough in the living rooms. Maybe someday you'll That's have a couple. True. And who knows? Especially with uh, well, roommates and neighbors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you you do a lot of complex harmonies, and the fact that you are playing rhythm as well as melody on strings, uh, are these difficult songs to assemble, get all those parts right? Um, they definitely take time, but um, <laughs> it's it's usually so much fun that I wouldn't call it difficult. You know, it's it's we like Meditating? kind of. I don't know. I don't know. We like playing with them and like working things out. And like mm-hmm. usually the process is that Jeff brings a, a song and then usually we work out the vocal parts before I work out the string parts just because 
it's easier for my brain to process this stuff that way. Um, <laughs> just because it's just fitting everything together. And especially there's a couple of tunes where I do have to play and sing at the same time. So that's kind of, it's, I have to like split my brain into two different pieces yeah. and kind of make them work simultaneously. Well, so well, she there, makes it look one, really uh, easy and it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at I can all. tell well, there's there's one song that I think really shows that off very nicely. This is uh, the line and the light. Let's listen to a little bit of that. to the part where uh, a little later in that song, you are really rocking. So people are just going to have to get their own copy to hear it. But but let me ask you, um, who wrote it, and does the music come first, or does the idea and the, or, and the lyrics come first? Um, so I wrote Line in the Light. Um, this is Jess, <laughs> in case anyone forgot. Um, uh, that's a good question. Um I think that the guitar part probably came first, but it's never really like the whole song is written musically and then the whole song is written lyrically after that, like a big layer cake. It's like a little bit, you have a little bit, oh, okay, I'll use that for the verse, I'll use that for the chorus, and then, um, yeah, I I hope people do uh, buy the EP because it's a song that we're all proud of uh, the performance on, and it it just kind of takes off into this like crazy you know, B section, and um, I applaud my bandmates for bearing with me because I kind of have like these crazy <laughs> ideas that start off like a pretty normal song and then kind of turn into something completely different by the end. It, it really um, does. It's a lot of fun. So, if, since we want people to, to buy it, where should they go to do that? So, uh, we will have it available on uh, on Bandcamp, which is a wonderful. Uh, music site that really favors the artists who use it. Um, so we also encourage any artists to use it. It will be also available on iTunes and Spotify, and you can stream it on SoundCloud, and um, and hopefully it may even be on the radio later in the year. But um, it, we usually recommend going to Bandcamp because even if you just download um, a single track, you're going to get the quality you would on a CD instead of um, streaming, which is much less than MP3, which is only slightly better. So... Um, that would be my suggestion. Okay, all right. Well, there's a, another song uh, that I'd like to play, and, and this one kind of changes the tempo a little bit. Uh, this is Josie, which is actually a great example of your stand-up bass rhythm. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's going to be available next, so here it is, Josie.
Wow, I mean, I, I love that. I had so much fun listening to that yesterday. Um, that's almost pop. I mean, you've got hooks in there, and you've got beat, and you've got changes and bridges and all sorts of stuff. So, so what are all the influences behind that? Oh, man. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> I said that'd be um, hard questions. <laughs> it's, uh, for anyone who plays guitar out there, it was written in open G. So it means you tune your guitar down to one chord. So if you see me play it, you'll see me kind of like, you know, putting my hand on all the strings at once and going up and down. And um, I think that just lends itself, you know, I just love the way that sounded with a lot of like really kind of percussive attack on it. Um, and then doing that while knowing you have the resources, the vocal resources of the band that we do, I, I kind of got excited and I thought, you know, it'd be really cool if we had that almost like trumpet, like choral section really intensely kind of blazing in the, in the chorus. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was, a it was a fun, it was a, definitely a fun one to write and a fun one to rehearse and see come together. And a fun one to listen to, um, which brings up another question. Uh, does, in your opinion, does your music border on pop at times or incorporate a lot of pop sensibilities? Um, I definitely, I definitely think it does. <laughs> I think I would be naive to say that it, it didn't <laughs> about my own music. You know, there's a lot That's of not pop a bad music thing. I, I really love. Right. No, not at all. Um, and in fact, you know, the good side of pop means, to me, accessibility, you know, something that people have heard before but haven't kind of at the same time. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Sarah, what would you say? I think there are definitely pop pop elements, and it's, um, it, it's kind of a nice, you know, because there's so many different ideas, I think, of pop in the current in the current business, like in the state of the business now. So it's, I would definitely say this is, this is pop music. Okay. All right. Americana pop. Well, something is happening that has never happened on this program before. Right. We are getting um, a lot of emails uh, from people who want uh, to hear one of your songs again. They want to hear the line and the light. Um, and usually we only play, you know, a little bit of one song, but I'm going to go ahead and, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit more of The Line and the Light because there's a lot of people out there who, cool. who actually, I'll, I'll, I'll read one of the uh, the notes here, and, 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 and this is from uh, Carla in Los Angeles, and Carla says, why did you stop The Line and the Light? I want to hear the rest of it. So we're going <laughs> to I don't know if we can hear the, play the whole thing, but we're going to play a little bit more. So for all of you fans out there of the Lion of the Light, here it is. I'm gonna, we're going to play it.
that was for all you people out there, and you know who you are, who emailed in and said you wanted to hear some more on the line and the light. Congratulations. We've never had that before. Now, the line and the light is not yet available. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) So instead, why don't people go to – can people go to your website and sign up for a mailing list so you'll tell them when it is available? Absolutely. They can go to our website, um, and there's, a, uh, I think, a little space at the bottom that they can sign up for the mailing list. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Um, so if you like us on Facebook or subscribe to us, then you will get every update that we put out about shows. And um, we're definitely gearing up to this big release show that we're having, um, which includes, obviously, the, the EP release. Um, the line and the light will be on there in full in all <laughs> almost five minutes of its glory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we played most play of our didn't even get to the B section of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Big teases. But, but uh, thank you so much for those of you who wanted to hear it again. Um, we have Josie, which was the song we heard before that, will be coming out as a single on Tuesday. Um, so that one will uh, that one will be available. And we have. Um, the only song that I, I guess it's the, uh, the song that we haven't heard yet as well. Um, Take the Oar is is going to be a really pretty song that you'll get on the EP as well, um, and that that's a really lush kind of vocal driven, um, kind of sweet song. So. Well, we're we're, we're not going to play um, Take the Oar, but we do have another yeah. one of your songs up here, and this is uh this is nef- definitely not pop, but it's something beyond folk or Americana, and frankly, it's my favorite song that you posted today. This is called <laughs> Breakaway Town. So here's a little Breakaway Town. That is just amazing. Where did it come from? Oh, um, well, it was, uh, I wrote the melody of the chorus kind of first, and the lyrics just kind of came with it. <laughs> Sometimes you'll get you'll get both at the same time. <laughs> and then the rest, I, I built up around it. And um, I, I think it kind of turned into me kind of trying to make sense of, like, a lot of the to be honest and I don't tell many people this because it's such a downer but um, to make sense of a lot of the gun violence tragedies that have been going on and in a more subtle way so I kind of framed it in the setting of the Old West and the Dust Bowl and it's essentially if you listen to the whole song it's about um, a woman who just gets taken advantage of by various wayward men until she finally just snaps and kind of <laughs> lets lets loose on the town. Um, so it's not it's not a per, perhaps not as much of a pick me up as like the other um, as the other songs. But I think there's a really 
beautiful intimacy. And uh, that track we actually recorded, um, we recorded live. We we started off as the first thing we recorded when we were doing the EP, and it ended up being one of the last things, the one that made the, the, tr- the CD, the track you just heard, because... Um, we didn't quite get it. There was something wrong with the first recording, so we went back and I think we played the whole song twice and got it on the second take, just Sarah yeah, and I, we and did four it. microphones. We did the live, like we did a live two-take, kind of, in the studio. Well, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a gorgeous piece of music, and like I say, it, it, of all the songs you've got up there, it's, it's the one that, that musically resonated with me. It gave me that feeling in the pit of your stomach that you know really good music does. Unfortunately, the other feeling in the pit of my stomach right now is the clock is telling me that we are pretty much out of time. So yeah. <laughs> I, I want to I thank you so much for, for being with us today. Uh, this has been uh, a lot of fun. Thank you well, so thank much, Patrick. so much for having us. Yeah, we uh, had a great time. Uh, Sarah Elizabeth uh, Haynes and Jess mm-hmm. Taylor Clinton of the band Bell House. You, want, you should check out their new single, Back to Life, at their website. That's uh, www bellhousetheband.com don't forget to sign up for their mailing list so you get words on their upcoming uh, concerts and also their uh, their upcoming songs and that's uh, www.bellhousetheband.com we have to take a break right now and when we return, Janani so don't go away, you're not going to want to miss this Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. We're back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and of course, we always want to hear from you. Uh, you can call us. You can call us at 347-215-7511, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. I've got to give you a little word from our sponsor. We've got a wonderful sponsor, and uh, you really want to know about Solar City. Now, you know, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because, you know, the upfront cost. It costs a little money. Well, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out. They'll install a solar system on your home for free. And you only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, but, you know, a lot less because the sun's making some of your energy for you, as much as half. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you find out about Getting solar for your house? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. You knew I was going to do that, so you've got your pen and pencil ready. That phone number is 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And when you talk to somebody there, you'll probably talk to Tina. But whoever you talk to, tell them I sent you, Music Friday Live sent you, Patrick sent you, and you'll get a discount. That's 909-618-6937. You know, there must be something in the water in Orlando, Florida. 
last week, after we talked with Alex Ba of uh, the Orlando-based band Crazy Carls, I quickly discovered Janani, another Orlando-based band with fabulous chops and a front woman who is a force of nature. Named after its founder, Janani Vidayanathan, how about that, who leads the band along with co-founder, bassman Eric Campos. Now, Janani is tearing up the Florida music scene and is posed for national recognition. Their debut album, Hey Mister, released in 2010, spawned a single of the same name that got airplay in Canada and Florida. The video for Hey Mister was aired by the Indie Music Channel. Janani's new release, Run, Pick Up the Gun, recorded with uh, Brett Hestla, formerly of Creed, was chosen to be the theme song of an upcoming television series, Hit Woman, starring Laura Gomez of Orange is the New Black. Now, that's what I call momentum for a band. Janani the band is going places, but before they do, Janani herself is here to tell us about it on Music Friday Live. Janani, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, thanks so much for having me on your show. Well, first of all, did I get your last name correct? It was close. I know I can't. I can't even pronounce it half the time. So you're good. You're good. Okay. All right. Well, you are a uh, a hardworking woman. Uh, you had a gig last night. You've got a show coming up this weekend. You're on the radio today, yep. and you had surgery last weekend. You are tough. Yep. Um, uh, no wonder yeah, your band hit so quite hard. The week. Yeah, it certainly has. Uh, well. Uh, it, you know, it shows in your music, too. You're, you've got hard-hitting music, and, and I want to play a little of it. This is some of that hard-hitting music. Uh, you're known for this. It, it's your single, uh, Run, uh, Pick Up the Gun. Yep. <laughs> and your muscles, it just says, wow. Uh, well, other than the Western-themed vin- video, which goes along with that, where did that song come from? Um, well, I was approached to um, write a song for the TV show Hit Women, and um, I was talking to my guitarist. I showed him my melody idea, and he was like, you know, this sounds like, kind of, it reminds me of like a Western movie or something. So, we kind of took that idea and ran with it. And um, because the show Hit Women is all about um, power and stuff like that and control and fighting for what you believe in, um, I kind of took those ideas and decided to write a song about it. And it was just with the Western theme because we thought it was fitting. <laughs> well, it, it's, it certainly works on a lot of different levels. I mean, just it stands alone really nicely. Now, but, there, but there's some kind of interesting lines in there. Um, 
Oh, it's killing me. Every man is so deceiving. But now you ought to know that I won't that battle. I won that battle, and I'm going to win the war. Um, yes. Are we all that <laughs> deceiving? And and what was the battle, and what was the war? Um. Well, it's kind of, in a sense, it's kind of like a metaphor. Even though I said all men are deceiving, I was kind of talking about not just men, not just the male species. I was talking about people in society. Everyone can be deceiving. And um, I was kind of playing off the whole idea of power and control. And um, in a way, I kind of, um, some of the lyrics are kind of making fun of the idea of wanting power and control because um, I was kind of talking about the idea that, you know, some people think that they're always right. And I don't necessarily personally believe that's a good thing. So um, those particular lyrics in the song are kind of, they're talking about power and control, but they're also kind of making fun of the irony about thinking that you're always right. Okay. All right. Well, that's a great metaphor. Now, I understand (laughs) that, as you just said, Run, Pick Up the Gun will be the theme song for a new TV series called Hit Woman, which sounds yes. like an appropriate song for that. You said you were approached. How did they find you? Well, actually, um, my mom is a um, she is a screenwriter, and she actually was the one who wrote the script for the TV show. So um, <laughs> it was kind of like a family thing, but honestly um, – you know, I wouldn't have done it unless I really was passionate passionate about it. And I thought this TV show was a really, really cool concept. And um, not just her, but the other people involved in the project really wanted me to do it. And I was like, you know what, this is really cool. I like the project a lot, and I would be totally willing to write a song. And I had already had a couple of ideas, and I thought, you know what, I should probably just use these ideas for the TV show because they were just, you know, really fitting. So, yeah. Well, it, uh, I, I'm glad you can keep it all, all in the family there. And uh, I think <laughs> you really nailed it. Uh, now, you described how that song came together. But I just wonder, um, in your band, do you divide duties between lyrics and music? Or do all of you kind of pitch in? How does that work? Um, it's kind of it's kind of like an ongoing process. Some, some songs... Um, like I'll come up with the melody and the lyrics and then my guitarist will come up with the guitar parts, the music. And um, then obviously my bassist and my drummer will come up with their, you know, particular parts. But um, other times, like I'll have like a small idea of like a line or maybe a chorus and I'll present that to like my guitarist. Usually I'm either my guitarist or my bassist and I'll present that idea or they'll present a idea to me and then we'll kind of work off that and hopefully it'll make a song. You know, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, we have those duds, but for the most part we have we like to finish our songs and I think we create really awesome music, so <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you create really awesome music too, and here's another example of some of your awesome music. This is uh and it's getting spins. This is uh hey mister.
First of all, uh, that is one very interesting uh, piece of music, especially the repetitive <laughs> downbeat, and which sounds kind of like a xylophone or a cow or a cowbell. But uh, and you'll tell me which in a minute. But I'm sure it creates a sort of a mysterious environment. Now, how did all that come together? Um, well, my father is from India, and um, when the person I was writing the song with, his name is Jeremy Birdsall, and that particular song he was actually the producer for, and um, he had bought this sitar, and you know we kind of thought, oh hey, I'm Indian, I'm part Indian, and he has a sitar, so why not kind of experiment with it? And we had already written the song, but um, it was kind of like the song needed something extra, and the sitar, I think, really made it a really interesting song, and it's it's uh, it's definitely been one of those songs that's like way different from the rest of the songs we've done, but yeah, um, yeah it, it was just you know for the moment, hey, we have a sitar, why not use it? <laughs> so so that 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 uh, repetitive downbeat, that's a sitar. But, uh, you're talking about the drum. The yeah, drums? Uh, no, not not the drum. Well, maybe it's a drum. So, so there's a sitar in there, and then is there a cowbell? There's a sitar, there's a tabla, which is actually a, a drum. Okay, yeah. all right. A tabla, I know what a tabla is. For the, for my listeners who may not know, <laughs> a, a, a sitar is a, um, it's like a 12-string guitar, only more so. <laughs> I guess that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 it's, it's like a fancy, old-fashioned guitar kind of thing. <laughs> With, with sympathetic strings, with resonator strings on it, so it creates a much more d- a deep sound to it. Well, I, I love it, and, and like you say, it is different than, than the rest of your music. But um, I I really like the way you brought in the uh, the kind of the Indian uh, sound there, and I, I hope you do more of that too. But uh, so we'll I'll just have to listen and see. Um, yeah, we definitely like experimenting with different instruments. Um, and you can definitely see that in a lot of our songs. We experiment with different genres, different instruments, and it's just something that we really like doing. Well, the lyrics in that uh, seem to take us through the stages of what is an ultimately failed romance. It, it, it begins with, uh, hey, mister, please don't leave me. Close your eyes and you'll be free. And then it, you move on to, hey, mister, I'm not waiting for you. Do what you want and I will too. And then you end up with, Oh, all I want, all I need, I'm the air you slowly beg to breathe. You'll close your eyes and I'll be to save you from reality. That's kind of like a little adventure going on there. I hope that's not the story of your life. <laughs> well, the the song itself, I kind of wanted to write it so it's basically a lot of the times I'll write a song so it seems like it's about like a relationship or something like that. But um, this particular song is actually kind of about people, it's about people not accepting the things that you care about, in a sense. So it starts off where, you know, I'm I'm singing about how much I care about something, and then towards the end of the song, it's kind of like, you know, if, if you don't care about the things I care about, I'm, you know, I'm going to do my own thing, basically. We are talking with Janani, who's the founder and lead uh, singer of the alt-rock band from Orlando by the same name, Janani. You can talk with Janani, too. You can call her, 347-215-7511, or you can email us, 
musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and some of you already are emailing us, so uh, let's uh, let's answer some of the emails here, Janani. Susie from San Francisco wants to know, do you have any kind of a blues background? You seem to be able to do the blues. Um, Blues background. Well, honestly, um, I've never really, I guess you could say I've never really like purposely tried to study the blues or anything like that. It just kind of, it just kind of came natural. I feel like um, I have more of a lower singing range anyways and I really like I like the style of blues and jazz music and um you know I just I just came natural and it's something that I feel like blues music really speaks from the soul and um and I don't know I just enjoyed it and I feel like that's just what comes naturally to me but um I've never actually like studied blues or um, purposely try to sing blues. It just happened. Okay. All right. Uh, we have a, uh, a we have an email here from um, BD in Los Angeles, and BD says, "You go, girl. I love your your power and your control. You should do a women kick ass tour." <laughs> yeah, totally. That'd be awesome. I'd love to do that. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Well, come on to L.A. because she's in L.A., so I think she wants to see the woman kick ass tour in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> um, Montalban in New Orleans says, I I heard the tablas right away. It's a great combination. You should do more of it. Combining rock and roll and pop music with, with uh, Indian music is a natural. That, yeah, Indian, Indian music, I feel like, I feel like it, can, it can actually really – transfer over to rock music i feel like um it just sounds really cool especially in harder rock music using sitar and drones and tabla and all that kind of stuff it i think it sounds awesome so i definitely i think in the future i'll probably write more songs that have indian influences because yeah it sounds really cool <laughs> a little bollywood pop coming up who knows all right yeah now, you never know uh, i made a new genre <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can have all those dancers behind you, too. <laughs> and wear those colorful saris. Uh, now, you have, been, <laughs> you have been tapped to perform at the Cutting Edge Music Conference this year in New Orleans. Now, that's a big yes. deal. Um, you want to uh, tell us what your role is going to be? You're going to be playing music? You're going to be on a panel? Do you know what you're going to be doing? Um, we are set to... I'm actually play at the music festival, which is a part of the Cutting Music Conference, um, and that will be, I believe, in downtown. We don't have all the details yet as to like, what time it is or where exactly it is, but we're supposed to be playing in downtown New Orleans, and it'll be either August 27th, 28th, or 29th. Okay. Well, if you're in New Orleans, or my aunt, my um Listeners in New Orleans, and I noticed that Multibon is in New Orleans. You should uh, check out that festival, and you can see this uh, the band live. Now, since you're not live, uh, we're gonna we're gonna play some more of your music, and this is um, this is one which, well, attitude is a word that that seems to be associated with 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 you with the band and with you, and it may produce some of the <laughs> lyrics like uh, the ones in this song. This is uh, Where Was I?
About as hitting hard as it gets. Uh, right. uh, that's a. There's a line. There's a line in that song. Uh, Not every man seems to know how to be a man in this society. Uh, now I think we can safely say that many males in our society don't quite understand what it means to be a man. And uh, but I, I I don't think I've heard it put so directly before in a song, especially when you consider the lines we talked about in Run, Pick Up the Gun about every man deceiving. Um, are, are we really all that bad? I mean, or have you just sort of met some <laughs> losers along the way? Well, it's kind of it's kind of funny because honestly, like, I personally do not have like a bad opinion of men or anything like that. But when I'm writing, I'm I'm writing from a female perspective, and even though you know I'm talking about men and all that kind of stuff, I really I feel like it's a little bit bigger than just male versus female. And um, I think that these particular topics can really be for anybody. And it's kind of like it doesn't have to be just men, like the male species in the society. It can be about anybody. You know, basically when I was writing the lyrics, I even though it's kind of like, you know, a snarky breakup song, it's kind of like I wanted to write it so the line was about not everyone knows how to treat people the way that they should be treated. And that's kind of what I'm trying to say, but, you know, in a snarky way, I don't think men are bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, you don't sound like it. So we'll, we'll, we'll put that down to, um, to artistic um, uh, license there. Um, <clears throat> we got some more emails here. Um, Ren 10 in Los Angeles says, Bollywood rock, what a concept. Great idea for a video. You should think about it. Ooh, that'd be interesting, actually. <laughs> it would. It would. Um, assuming you can pay for all those dancers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all of yeah, the, it, all the shiny dresses and the elephants and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, God, I, I hadn't thought about the elephants. Now, hmm, now, there's an idea for a little bit of percussion. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, Mike in in New York City says, um, "Tell us where we can you can we can get your songs and tell us about the tour." So why don't you tell us where can we get your songs? You can find um, you can find our songs on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Um, basically, we're on all of the big ones like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon.com, 
also, um, if you want to buy a physical CD, you can actually buy it in our merch store, which is com, And you can buy our T-shirts, CDs, all that kind of stuff. Um, and there will be physical CDs, not just like the MP3s. Okay, so everybody should, should get one of uh, their CDs or get a T-shirt and go to one of the live performances and bring a Sharpie with you and get it autographed. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Bring one of those like gold metallic ones so that way it shows. But, yes, bring a Sharpie. <laughs> okay. Now, what shows? We, we mentioned the one in New Orleans. Uh, what other shows do you have coming up? Um, we actually have a couple of shows coming up in the next few weeks. Um, I believe the next one will be at Full Sail University, which is in Orlando, and it's going to be at like a social event, but I think um, it's only for Full Sail students. But the next one that we have coming up that is for everyone is going to be at um, West End Trading Company in Sanford, Florida, and that is on July 11th. Okay, so be be there, be there with your T-shirt on and uh, a gold sharpie, and you can walk away with a with an autograph from uh, Janini Janani herself. Now uh, we got another one here from Mike in New York City, and Mike wants to know. This is uh, I kind of was going to ask this too. Do you play any instruments yourself, and, and do you play the sitar, for instance, or the tabla, or the guitar? I do not play the sitar or the tabla. Um, I feel like that would take a lot of training to do, but I have in the past, I, I dabble in guitar, but um, I wouldn't call myself like a professional guitar player. I don't think I'm good enough to play on stage or anything, but I do sometimes write on guitar. Actually, the instrument that I'm teaching myself right now is piano, and um, some of the songs I kind of write on piano with my guitarist or my bassist, and then um, after that, we kind of transferred over to guitar and finished up the songs. But, yes, okay. I do play a couple instruments, just not that well. Okay, all right. Well, um, we've got time for one more song, and uh, this is a song that, that it doesn't have quite the attitude, but uh, it, it has what sounds to me like uh, pathos. And this is uh, Drown Me Out. That that song does have some um, hard-hitting lines in it. Um, Not even love can stop me from the pain of losing hope, and and uh, no, it's insane. Um, are are you sure that even love is ineffectual? That you 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 certainly don't seem to be somebody who's losing hope, but rather just the opposite. <laughs> 
Um, well, that that song is kind of about second guessing yourself and kind of getting lost. Hence why it's called Drown Me Out. It kind of feels like basically the song, I wrote it um, when I was at a place where it kind of felt like everything was overwhelming and I wasn't sure what to do. And um, that particular line um, was just like this point where even though I wrote it and it's kind of a dark, depressing line, um, it kind of made me realize, you know, everything is okay and um, you know, I find where I am and um yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it's a great song. I love it. Um and I'll tell you we're not losing hope uh that you'll continue to make more great songs and put on more great shows and maybe even do a little touring like, you know, here in the other Sunshine State, California. But in the meantime, yeah, I love are, I love California so much. <laughs> well, let me know. And in the meantime, unfortunately, we are out of time. So, Janani, I want to thank you so much for for taking the time to join us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Having us, it's been such an awesome experience. Uh, Janani um, Vadianathan of the band Janani, and you can get their new single and listen to their new songs at musicbyjanani.com. That's www com and also on uh, iTunes and also uh, check out their, their new website and check out their upcoming uh, tour dates in Florida. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network and the Blog Talk Radio Network and our radio affiliates. Follow our Twitter feeds, like our Facebook page, and you will get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on Music Friday, nationbuilder.com, and we'll you know try to find them and bring them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be Tara Lynn Ramsey and Olivia Ferris, both wonderful singers. So check out the Twitter stream and the Facebook page. We're going to give you all the information on them. In the meantime, goodbye, everybody, and have a great musical weekend. And we're going to send you out with a little bit more of Janani's wonderful music. You thought I would be something more than you could see Like I was a slave to you to fill your every fantasy But I have dignity, that's something you can't